Hailing Frequencies Open. My name is Marion Smothers, the president of the Nichelle Nichols Foundation. And this is Sci-Fi Sisters. Live long and prosper. Welcome to the Sci-Fi Sisters Podcast. I'm your host, Tamia Harper, and I'm joined today by my sister, Fran T. What's happening? And Sabrina Wood. Whoop, whoop. And we are so happy to bring you this show today. We have some lovely, lovely guests in the studio with us. In the studio. Ha! (laughs) In my bedroom and the closet where I record. Uh, (laughs) But we're so happy that they're here with us because uh, they are representing the legacy of of a woman who is near and dear to all of our little Trek hearts, Ms. Nichelle Nichols. And they are representing the Nichelle Nichols Foundation. We have with us Ms. Nichols' sister, Marion Smothers, and we have also her nieces, Nichelle and Nicole Nichols. Welcome to the show, ladies. Thank, Thank you. We appreciate Thank you having us. Happy to be here. We're so excited you all are here. I mean, when we talk about what Nichelle means to us, I know she's a personal thing for you guys, you know, but for us, you know, we carry her in our hearts and, um, and we carry her mission in our hearts, which is why it was really important for us that we really wanted to have you all on the show to talk about the foundation and how you all are carrying on this legacy and bringing it into the future. Because like I was saying before we got on, started recording, you know, we are black women who love science fiction and fantasy, but we love it because we love to see ourselves in the future. Yes. You know, and we love to see what our people are going to be doing and participate and, and contributing to the human race in the future. And if we don't write ourselves into these stories, you know, nobody else will. <laughs> so we have to, you know, we have to take it upon ourselves to do this. So, Miss Smothers, why don't you start us off and let tell us a little bit about the foundation and and what your purpose is and how you guys are trying to achieve these purposes. Oh, boy. Yes. Um, (laughs) We launched uh, the foundation in December of last year um, to honor Nichelle's legacy. When, oh, we must have started talking, Nichelle, Diane, and I. Diane is my younger sister. And um, I guess she probably in the 90s, late 90s, started talking, uh, the three of us about her legacy and what she wanted to do, her foundation. She had talked about that, but it, it was never like really a sit down concrete, f- figure it out and, and all of that. It was always going to, it was always talked about, but we're going to do it. It's like in the future, you know, we're going <laughs> to, yeah. we're going to get this done. And then, um, uh, unfortunately, you know, the, the last 10 years of her life, she was ill. And so a lot of things did not get done. So it became very important to me, her son, Kyle uh, Johnson, 
um, people around her that loved her. We wanted to make sure that this got, you know, got launched. And so um, Nichelle was very involved with young people and very concerned that um, there were avenues going to be available to uh, help young women from 14 to 18 and onward to to have the tools that they needed to get into the STEM program. And now we call it STEAM program because we've added the arts in there. So we have board of our, our board of advisors al- along with our uh, board of directors, of course, um, from different areas that are totally involved in engineering in the space program that are doctors and um, uh, researchers and astronomers, astrologers, and all of that. If you go on our page, it's the Nichelle Nichols Foundation. I'm sorry, it's Nichelle Nichols dot foundation to log on. Um, And you will be able to go on to our pages the different headings and find out who those people are. Um, we're just so excited uh, about it because Nichelle influenced, like you said, so many people all over the world and growing up as her sister and coming of age. She was just our sister. We knew she was doing these things, but we had no idea until I had no idea until the 90s when she wrote her book and we went for the first time with her to New York for her book signing, you know, that I really got a scope or feel of who of who she had become, you know. Wow. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. You know, because Diane and I were mothers, grandmothers now living our lives, you know, Mm -hmm. our our things like that and um always there you know but as family you know more than as my celebrity sister <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. So, so we launched this foundation in her name in her honor um and what we will be doing is sending young girls we hopefully t- uh, on their way to success in their lives the first thing that we're going to be doing, um, one of the first things that we will be doing is um, sending girls 14 to 18 to uh, Nichelle Space Camp. Um, and that's going to be in June. <laughs> we're trying to do this for June of, 19, of 2024, next year. Okay. So we're working very hard right now to get sponsors to, um, we want to send at least 30 to 50 girls if we can and wow. we need sponsors for that. If we can send 20, that'd be wonderful. Mm-hmm. But each girl is about 20,000, I'm sorry, $2,000 for that weekend. It's a four mm-hmm. weekend. Um, um, a four day weekend? Yeah. Right. And so um, we're looking for sponsors now and hope people will log on and donate at Foundation. All right, everyone. Wow. You hear that, Trek fans? You hear that, Trek fans? We got to get these <laughs> girls to the camp. Mm-hmm. Sci-Fi Sisters Mothership Crew. Y'all better come through. Come on. To open up those wallets. Put the money where the mouth is. You know? Get those girls there. <laughs> now, I, I have a question. Did they just, uh, did, did they name the cadet camp? 
Did they change the name of it? Is this a special name? It's, it's being called the yeah, Nichelle Nichols. Yeah, it's going to be called the Nichelle Nichols Cadet uh, Space Camp. Yeah, that uh, is so cool. And and we have um, partnered with uh, Million Girls Moonshot and um, what's the other one? It's um, Rewriting the Code. Oh, okay. So those two organizations are um, sponsoring with us to do this, you know, so, and you can look them up under their websites at um, uh, milliongirlsmoonshot.org or rewritingthecode.org to find out what those organizations and who they are. And we'll make sure we put all that in the notes for everybody so Mm -hmm. um, they could click on that and find it. So I have a question about that. How are you going to select the girls? We are... Because I'm, I'm, re- I'm ready to teach you. To our advisors. <laughs> okay. <laughs> our advisors will be doing uh, that, so, selecting them. Um, our board of directors, we have um, a very able lady. Her name is Linda Zarukas, who is our uh, outreach uh, organizer. You guys have talked to Linda. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. The She's very dynamic, and she's very into the whole Trek scene. She's been with Michelle for 20 years or more. She knows the conventions and all of those things. So uh, we will be attending a couple of conventions coming up this this year. Um, starting in the June, list. <laughs> um, we'll be attending one of the first things that we'll be doing to raise money. We're attending the Phoenix Fan Fusion in uh, June, June the 2nd and 4th, and that's going to be in Phoenix. And uh, we'll be at Walter Koenig's table. Walter played uh, uh, mm-hmm. Soto? No. <laughs> yeah. No, okay. <laughs> Walter Koenig played yeah. Yeah. Right. Checkoff. Yeah. Checkoff. Thank you. Thank mm-hmm. you. And so um, – we are going to host a panel on Sunday afternoon and um, we'll be, you know, donations then hold a raffle and 10% of the raffles will go to, you know, to, will be, go to us, you know, and then um, we have another uh, science panel at awesome con. Yay. Yay. Okay. It's yeah. It's our home convention. So we'll we'll get be to there see you. In June. Um, and then um, the next one this summer is called Urban Nerd Con. Yay. Urban Nerd Con, yeah. Oh, you're familiar with them. them. Oh, yeah. Yes, oh, really? Okay. So <laughs> I guess they, I think this is their second. Yes, and, um, they are uh, presenting Nichelle with the Vanguard award and this is the very first one and in subsequent years then the vanguard award will be given in her honor to um deserving you know uh, and that's going to be in atlanta this year yes right in atlanta right it was in it was in birmingham last year but it's going to be in atlanta right Um, july 21 to 23rd for urban nerd right exactly Exactly. Oh, we got you on. We got you on the list. We know where you're gonna be. <laughs> yeah. So we are. We're very excited. We're having. Uh, looking forward to our people to donate. Please donate at Michelle Nichols Foundation. 
Michelle Nichols dot foundation. I have to always say that right. <laughs> Michelle Nichols dot foundation. Please donate. Um, and uh, yeah, we're we're just. We've done quite a bit so far, just getting going, just since December. So we are still just getting going. We are doing a speaker series, and starting in January, we've done one each month that's televised on YouTube. We do. I was going to uh, ask you about that yeah, because those series have tomorrow. been yeah, our yeah. speaker series is tomorrow, um, and we will, uh, and it's always hosted by. Uh, an actor that has been involved with one or another of the Star Trek uh, spinoffs, you know. So um, the one tomorrow um, Jane being, I think I have my notes here someplace. Jane Brooke, Admiral Cornwell. Yeah, it's going to be like Jane. Jane. <laughs> well, by the time you hear this podcast, it's over. But you <laughs> <laughs> can still look it up on YouTube. You can still look yeah. it up, right. But as we sit here on Friday night, tomorrow, it is going to be our favorite Admiral, and she has been on our show, and we love her. Okay. And, um, and she's going to be interviewing two of our really dear friends, uh, Dr. Noor and, oh, um, yes. uh, McDonald, Emma McDonald from, um, so, and one other, one other scientist is going to be on the panel, but, um, we're so excited. We're really waiting for that. We will see you tomorrow at one o'clock, one o'clock Eastern time. It's always when it's going to be every month. So even yes. though that's not current, it's going to be the same time all the time. So, but you can always get it on YouTube. If you don't get it live, definitely go to YouTube and you can see all the past shows and they have been phenomenal. They so. really have because I work like every time these are happening, I can't go live uh, because I'm, I'm at work, you know, and I'm running the store and, and I, I, but I catch them later and they're really amazing. And I think they're really beginning to build some steam too. And of course, when I see them on Uh Facebook um, and uh, see like, you know, on Twitter or something, we reposted a sci-fi sisters. I send it out myself, you know, like we're constantly trying to push this because I love I love what you're doing, and I think it's really fascinating. Uh, you have some fascinating people there, and fascinating topics, and you know, it, you just can't we can't get it enough of it. So thank you, thank you. We're doing what we can to get the word out. <laughs> so now, switching gears very briefly, Nichelle and Nicole. Yes, guys, <laughs> have the, I'm so like I'm like okay. I I feel I'm not. I'm a middle-aged woman, right? But I feel, oh, middle age. I feel I'm, a, I'm 52. That's middle age, you know. Did you not give me middle age? Not at all. I feel like if I had a, to play the best, I would not. I, I would not, not win. <laughs> middle age isn't what it used to be. Right. <laughs> yeah, different. I mean, I'm not. Middle, I'm past middle age. Yeah, but we're not even middle age, middle age. Yeah, middle age is not what it used to be. It's like grandmamas ain't. I say all that to say, and thank you for the kind words, but <laughs> I say all that to say, like, I'm super impressed by younger women, you know, Aww. and especially you two young women, um, by what you've accomplished so far, you set out with a goal and, and it, it's so rare 
I mean, more and more we see black women just we're doing the thing, right? We're doing our things. We're not waiting for permission. We're not asking to be at people's tables. We're just creating our own rooms with our own tables and we're just going for it, you yes. know? And, and I feel like that's what y'all have done. Can you talk a little bit about the Guilty Grape and, and what your process and journey has been? Oh, that's a rocky journey. But <laughs> it's an adventure. It's an adventure. <laughs> Oh, do you want to go first? Okay, okay. it's a twin thing. Yeah. Um, so the Guilty Grape is a wine-centered lifestyle brand. Mm-hmm. We really wanted to reimagine what Black culture looked like in wine. Because yes. traditionally, it was very old-school, white, stodgy, and traditionally just old white men telling us what we're going to drink, how we're going to drink it. But really, no one was kneeling down on what do what does Black culture like to drink? We don't like everything sweet. We have very diverse palates. Mm-hmm. So let's go a little bit deeper and offer more to our consumer. Yes, so. and we have a very, a very creative uh, background, as you know. And um, <laughs> i.e. Aunt Michelle and our grandfather was an amazing artist himself and so our path Nicole was supposed to become a lawyer, I was supposed to become a psychologist, but it really wasn't at our soul. soul. Yes, and so mm-hmm. we to figure out what our passion was and I mean our aunt Michelle always told us to be bold do something that's st- if you're going to do it do it well stand out and really make a mark in whatever industry that you go into and so we really found an interest and a love for wine wow. and we really wanted to make our mark and not have people tell us what we should drink and how we should drink it yeah. so we developed the guilty grape because we wanted to showcase ourselves the black culture within the wine industry and tell our our own story mm-hmm. and so that's what we did and we launched during the pandemic so i don't know if that was the wisest thing but it worked for what up some wine right. <laughs> people were drinking a lot so it, it was in our favorite yeah. to launch while everyone was at home yeah, yeah. right yes. and so even i'm um, having such a a great name, uh, Michelle Nichols, because I'm named after her. Mm-hmm. It definitely helped get some notoriety mm-hmm. behind our doors company. open. And things yes, and doors open. So um, people wanted to know, like, you know, wait, are you part of Michelle? But like right. the, the Michelle Nichols, anything and- that happens to her, we're literally linked on social media. Yeah. Anything is this you? I am not this old yet. So, <laughs> but, <laughs> yes, we are family. I did not know Dr. Martin Luther King or uh, Duke Ellington. <laughs> But it's such an honor to be connected with her and to be able to tell her story and to be able to have that legacy within our family and just to be able to stand um, in connection on her name and say that, you know, she influenced us and how the trajectory of our career and making sure that we stay strong in the industry that we're in because there's so many barriers that we're trying to knock down as uh, Black women that she did herself and to want to look up to to see the things that she was against and how she built her career. We're up against the same exact thing, just in another industry. Yeah, just in a different industry. So just to be able to have that type of blood in you, you know, it really helps us. We didn't really realize, like, I'm from... Aunt Marion to our grandfather, Samuel Nichols and Aunt Michelle, they were like slowly creating a path for us in arts. Like we never realized why we gravitated to one direction versus another. Oh. Why, like literally I stopped work because I started to get hives going to a regular nine to five. Wow. Foster what was natural to us. Yeah. And anytime we had an idea, Aunt Marion, Aunt Michelle were on the phone with yes. us mm-hmm. trying to, if it was writing a script, even though we haven't made a TV yet. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, even though we 
were writing the script or anything, they always fostered what our creativity side was. And our grandfather was showing us how to draw and sketch. And and the show would bring us to uh, Comic-Cons and walk us through. We were doing the waves and taking pictures with her. We didn't realize what that was doing at a younger age. Mm -hmm. And so now it's Oh, okay. (laughs) So just to be part of her foundation and be able to stand with Aunt Marion and tell Aunt Michelle's legacy and how powerful she was and how um, so many people come up to me and say, your aunt did this. And I, you know, like, do you know what happened and why I'm in this career? And I'm like, it's even if I'm having a bad day and someone hears my name, they're like, do you know? (laughs) (laughs) We have a great conversation with the person. And it's gotten us through some interesting and out of trouble. Yes. So like going to the popcorn <laughs> office and having the name and then they get mesmerized by the twin. And then we go through the story. It's like, oh, screw on over. Let's go. Let's get yes. this. Let me or tell you. Ticket. Having a strong name helps in life. It does. That that is why we're sitting here today. Yes. And- <laughs> I, love I love that. I, I, love so that. I am and- just uh, over the moon listening to that. She- Isn't that something? <laughs> And one thing that, and you know, and I'm so glad because one thing you said that, you know, we didn't really bring up that Miss Smothers, that you are an accomplished actress yourself. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like you are yeah. super talented. Y'all, if you could see how beautiful this woman oh. is, I wish, like, I mean, she's so All elegant. Three and of these women. Yes. I yes. Mean, like, we're just I mean, seeing with thank these you. wonderful you No, know, I mean, uh, well, I married young and strapped myself real quick with four children. Four boys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. And realized who I really, who I wanted to be. It was like, by now I'm mama, okay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and mama's got to take care of four little boys. And first marriage, the kid's father, you know, as happens to a lot of us, I ended up a single parent and went to work for a big company, um, Ended up starting my career that way. I stayed in corporate America. And when I could, I did commercials still. I did uh, small bit parts. I did small uh, walk-ons. I did extra work just to feed the beast, if you know what mm-hmm. I mean. Sure. So, um, and through those years, I did a few things that I'm uh, a little happy about. But... Um, you know, it's um, but it was just fun. I did plays, I did stage plays, and uh, but by the time by the time I found really that that was what I wanted to do, it was like my kids were like teenagers now, and you know all of that 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 implies. So I did what I could, and um, in the oh I think to twenty ten. I did a series, so I still have a series. I believe you can see it on YouTube. It's called Sister Did What? And yes, you can find episodes. it on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, and the the producer really tried to get it um, picked up and stuff. We did all of the uh, small, uh, what do you call it? Um, um, Videos? Yeah, you know, trying to get it out there. Oh, the clips, the clips. The, yeah, trying to get mm-hmm. it out there, and so, but, um, but I had fun. It's been a ball. But um, the most wonderful thing for me is just growing up as Michelle's sister. I mean, it was such. I miss her so much. You know, oh. I really, really miss her so much, and um, 
growing up with her, we were little sisters. She's nine years older than me. And so by the time I was aware, five, six years old, she was already a teenager, pirouette and around the house dancing and everything (laughs) and singing and, you know, learning her craft. And by the time she was 15, she was in her first, she was a beautiful dancer. And in the early 50s, late 40s, it was Calypso. Mm -hmm. And she got her first job um, with the Carmencita Romero Review at uh, Chicago's uh, Sheridan Hotel. It was a supper club. And Diane and I got to go with mom and dad because it was a supper club in Chicago and you could take your children to a supper club and see the show. And it was just fascinating to see our sister out there dancing in this troupe, you know. She was only 16 years old. Wow. wow. So uh, her best friend, uh, Mary Wumberly, was uh, one of the featured dancers and she became Nichelle's. protector. She made sure the okay. men in the show and people didn't bother her or get close to her to take advantage of her and stuff. So mom and dad always um, knew she would be okay, you know. So, um, but when Nichelle started her career that early, it opened up a lot of opportunities for the rest of us, you know. I mean, I remember being, I must have been 11 or 12 years old and I got to see Mary Martin in Peter Pan back oh, in the, wow. hmm. was that eight, uh, 48, 49, I yeah. think it was, maybe maybe 1950, but I don't think it was in the 50s. And so um, that was a wonderful experience. And just things like that, that a uh, young kid in the, you know, growing up on the south side of Chicago would never have been able to um, participate in or see, you know, mm-hmm. had that so she was always a giving sister a loving sister uh, there when you needed her you know and mom and dad were from old school so you couldn't go to them and ask them anything about growing up eating <laughs> 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 to this and why is this this and why does that that but you could go to Michelle and she she'd already been there done that you know? <laughs> she was always like our second mom you know mm. With that difference in age, yeah, that that would be, yeah, because you know, when you're growing up, that much years difference in age, it matters. It matters. Lot. It yeah, matters it until matters. you get into your forties, and by mm-hmm. that time, you feel you're like even. Starting. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. So I have a question, um, Ms. Smothers. Did you ever have a chance to visit her at Desi Lu when she was doing the um, original Star Trek show? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I Ooh. think I've had. Uh, I remember twice going um, on set while she was there. I can't remember if it was the second or third year, mm-hmm. but yes, I, I did. We, uh, I got to go twice. And oh, that was quite an experience. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure it was. Oh yeah. wow. Went to the commissary and had lunch, you know, <laughs> for that. So, yeah. We miss those, uh, miss that moment. Yes. By <laughs> <laughs> the time we can go to where great fun. Yes. yes. <laughs> oh, that's right. She was doing the movies when y'all were little. Yes. Yeah, right. yeah, doing the Comic Cons and these Nation. That's what we got to go to. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I wish we got to go on set to Star Trek and things <laughs> of that nature. But, like, by that time, we were just like, seeing her still on TV and then like them reprising the show in different ways and yeah. even seeing Zoe Zeldana. And I remember that I don't know 
Or show. I don't know if it was empty or MTV, but her and Zoe were on stage together. And I thought that was the most amazing thing ever. And I always remember as a kid, no matter what Aunt Michelle was doing, every Christmas, every birthday, we had a gift. We did. (laughs) She remembered. She was big on that, and she would give lavish gifts. As a kid, jewelry, bears, all the things. (laughs) Yes, I always remember. I was like, oh, Auntie still remembers us. <laughs> well, let me ask you guys this. Like, okay, so you're growing up with this connection to the show, mm-hmm. right? That like a lot did it have any bearing on whether or not you watched the show or did you have any interest or did you feel like, "Ugh, I got to get away from this because like really, you know." No. I didn't, I, well, if I'm being truthful, I didn't have a love for Star Trek until I got older oh, yeah. and really understood the show and, and, the impact. and the impact and really appreciate it. And then when the movie started coming out and then it made me really go back and look at all of like what, uh, all the done, shows yeah. and what she's the done. Series. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. the series and really connected it. So I, I, more in my teenage years, I connected with Star Trek and especially mm-hmm. when the movies came out, yeah. we connected more with it. Yeah. Um, we connected more with like going to the comic-con and things like that when we were in person in the in-person events we were in middle going with her so that was kind of like a different you know segment of understanding and appreciating um the series when we were got and then like now just kind of being older women and whatnot really knowing like the impact of what black history means it's it hits really different different now Um, like i was saying before the interview started the stories and like what she went through to get where she you know was today or before she passed and the impact she made for so many people like i you know you always think you're prepared or or you try to be prepared when someone passes but when she passed it literally like hit me harder than i was expecting she passed a day after our birthday yeah literally literally the the end of july (laughs) Yes. yes. So we're the 29th. She passed on the 30th, I believe. The 30th. Yeah, the 30th. I was like, she's like, I'm going to give you your birthday. But then, then the diva is going to lay the rest. (laughs) It's like always like how she impacted us and even like to literally the day she never, you know what? I never even realized that. Wow. 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 I was like, it's, it's no matter what, we're always sitting. Yes. I cried for two days. Oh man, oh. I did. I, I was fortunately I was in New York at a track event, yeah. and we were sitting there in Central Park, and I saw it on my phone where her son Kyle had put out a notice. And you know, on you can't always believe what you see on the internet. Right. Exactly. First go, and we were like, "Well, wait a minute. We need to make sure that this is true." Right. Yes. And we found out. And so I was there, and I was. It was a whole group of us, and I was the only black woman that was there. Mm-hmm. There was some other black people there, but there was. I was the only black woman that was there when we finally let it sink in. So one of the guys wanted to do the tribute, and I walked up to him and said, "I think it's more appropriate that I do the tribute to." Yeah. Yes. For who I am and why I'm here, I right. need to do this tribute. And he said, "Oh, okay, no problem." You know, he was real. You know, yeah. and I did, I did the tribute to, you know, with that group of people. And uh, I think I started crying then and didn't stop for two days, oh. pretty much, because my do- my daughter, you know, she knows I'm a big trekkie, okay. and she and I went back to my room, and she said. Uh, she saw it on the news and she said, Oh, I need to call my mother. 
to see if she's okay, you know. And of course, when I answered the phone, I was crying, and <laughs> it was, you know, and she just listened to me, you know. And then I'm about to cry now. <laughs> I, I can tell you all the the happy the happy point for us was uh, Fran and Sabrina and I got to meet Ms. Nichols. Um, one of her last conventions, uh, oh, right. was it 2019, guys? 2018? Was it 19? It, it had to be because there, there were no masks around. I don't know. We didn't have a mask. So it had to be 18 or 19. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Where, where were you and what city did you get to meet her? We got to meet her at a, a smaller convention here on the East Coast called Shore Leave um, in Hunt Valley, Maryland, a little bit outside of Baltimore. And it's one of the older Trek conventions um in the country and uh and definitely one of the oldest on the east coast and um we stood in that line i had a uh, picture (laughs) that line uh, that line was something else but we all (laughs) we needed to make sure that we that we that we got to pay homage to her uh you know that we let her know from us how important she was in our lives um and uh so we had a picture i got a my my partner James bought one of the you know one of the blow up pictures to get signed you know but I didn't get it I didn't get it signed I, but he is with her with her natural haircut from uh, from the movie when she had the fro yeah you know that she had to fight right. to be able oh, to wear oh, yeah. you know yeah. and, and that in and of itself like that's iconic that's the picture I wanted you know and uh, and. Um, we we brought the picture with us to when we went to take the picture and she looked at it and she said <laughs> she said where'd you get this picture and, and she just fell and she grabbed us like yes. I mean, she was so strong she was very like, strong she was really strong very i was like strong. oh my god this woman is pulling me in you know <laughs> she grabbed us and she and she wanted to hold the picture so we have the three of us have a picture with her of her holding that picture of herself and wow. she was beaming, beaming. I mean, and pointing to us and, pointing, and she <laughs> looked at us like and this. I said we said Miss Miss Nichols we're together because of you and and she just like she had tears in her eyes and we had tears in our eyes and she was smiling so hard and it's really one of the my favorite memories of my life of yeah, my definitely. whole life and you know I'm a person who's grown up in the around a lot of people in entertainment industry and stuff. My father was an entertainer. He sang with the Dells. My mother's best friend was Mary Wilson from the Supremes. Like I know, like I've been, did you know it, Mary? Oh yeah. Oh, 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 that's so fantastic. Oh, Oh, she was my heart. Hated to lose her too. Mm -hmm. Yes, we did. And, um, you know, so, but when I met Ms. Nichols for that brief moment, you know, there are people, some people who are put on this earth that just, hit you in your heart, you know, that, you know, God imbues them with something deep and and powerful. And she was able to do that, like in the briefest of moments to make a, a, a life-changing impact on people, you know, uh, she, we were skinning and grinning, weren't you knew it was more than acting because <laughs> yes. she genuinely appreciated what people were saying to her and spending the time. And we loved that, you know, and that that's really a happy memory for us. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. Kyle was there. And um, yes. Yeah. And, you know, we were in that line for, you know, for a long time and it was hot. 
And they were, you know, they had to move everybody along because, you know, there were a lot of people and she was getting tired. We were getting tired. And we were told, you know, just go up, take the picture, get out. You know, just too much. <laughs> we're like, that's oh, cool. That's all we want to do. I attended several of the conventions with her through the, uh, after she got sick in 13. Mm-hmm. So I went to quite a few conventions with her. Everyone that was in, in Las Vegas, I went to because she'd stay at my house during those three or four days, even though she had her hotel suite. Or and sometimes I'd go to her, her hotel <laughs> suite. But anyway, um, Knowing her as a fierce, you you had mentioned her strength. I mean, I I think I can still, when I think about it, feel her like when she's like, get over here and do this. (laughs) (laughs) Because she was a smaller person. I'm about four inches taller than her. She had a grip on her boy. I tell you, it was like you you, you know. <laughs> but she was so gentle and loving and wonderful. Her fans loved her, and she loved her fans. Yes. And I swear she spent time. Sometimes the promoters would try to move the people along um, so that because the lines were long, 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 and, and she wouldn't let them. That's she exactly what much happened. time with those people, those mm-hmm. fans, as they wanted to, you know. That's and a, so um, she was just amazing. I tell you, the, she stopped most, that line that day. For she us. did. She yes. did. She stopped the line. She wanted to us. know yeah. who we were, and we sat yeah. with her for a minute, yes. and she, mm-hmm. we I'm were saying. stupid. We were stupid. <laughs> <laughs> we were just, you know, just stupid. We were like, grinning and grinning. And oh, my God. She just a, was. You know, it's like fangirling. Talk, and she talked <laughs> to each one of us. Yeah. And nobody, I tell you, mm, there's three, three women of grace that are my models in my life. And um, it's Effie Berry, who was married to Marion Berry. She was also a dear friend of ours. Um, and um, yeah, she was one of my favorite aunts, um, Mary Wilson and, and Ms. Nichols. These are women that I can always aspire to. They show me through how they treated everybody around mm-hmm. them that every human being is precious and, you know, and that all you have to do is lead with your heart and give people a little bit of your time. Now, am I coming anywhere close to them? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. But I have these role models to remind, to inspire me to be better every day, to be kinder, to be more generous, to be more loving, you know, to be more independent, to be more fierce, to be, you know, uh, more fearless. Yes. You know, um, I mean, the, they're incredible women. So, you know, she's a she's a great role model for me. Absolutely. Yeah. We appreciate that. We it's like you you don't know what type of like kind of what pressure or shoes you're trying to build until you feel the impact from other people. people yes. And it's like they they put you we didn't know what this is what we were going to do. Right. Because like know. Michelle said earlier, law school and she was supposed to be a psychologist. So it's like you feel it a little bit more that you're in the public eye. It's like, are you going to rise to this right. you know, of the, the greatness of your eye? Michelle, we're like, we're what? trying. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. The fierceness. Right. Or, you know, like how Beyonce walks on stage it's and she stops so fierce. It's like, okay, what would Michelle do? Okay. Right. Oh, she, you know, like she so. always commanded a room and she had this presence. Even with us, it's like she just, she yes. had this statuesque presence mm-hmm. and we have to like, think like that and put that on because we get nervous all the time because again this is night and day of what we thought we were going to yes. do because we do a lot of interviews people push us towards the limelight and we're like oh okay and i'm like really i'm shy and they're like no you're, you're not, not. I'm like, not. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
it's, it's very interesting. And even um, like early on, as we were speaking about the foundation, we're going to uh, work with the foundation to create a wine in her name yes. um, that will uh, start selling at the conventions. Like the, what is it? The NerdCon that's coming? Urban NerdCon? Urban NerdCon. Uh-huh. We'll be there for that one. That will be like our first one. Um you know, coming up that we'll, we'll be at and uh, start talking more about the foundation and the wine that we'll be creating for her. Well, as that well. peach mango oh, ought to go wonderful. well there in Atlanta. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's a fan favorite. It's a fan favorite. <laughs> I, see, I see you're trying to show something, I'm but it's, to, I this guess is your a picture. picture is in a uh, mirror. I took, well, I took this picture with her yeah, in 1999. It's kind of a little bit of a glare. At the Hampton. But do you have it in a frame is why it's a glare? Here we go. There you go. Here it is. I took it in 1999 at the Hampton Space and Science Museum. This was before they had all the big cons and all that. And it was free. And she signed (laughs) my book. And she, and I told her the story of me and, um, you know, my first time I, uh, she was my Star Trek, you know, colored lady back then you know in 66 we were colored y'all yeah. <laughs> and it was a colored lady and i told my grandmama it's a colored lady on tv tonight we had one, <laughs> you know one tv the people on the left know what i'm talking about we had one oh, yeah. tv <laughs> we looked at that one tv it was black and white mm-hmm. and i said it's a colored lady coming on so every week i would tell my grandmama it's it's, it's the colored lady is coming on tonight. We need it. She had no clue but what she was looking at. I kind of did, but <laughs> the colored lady was on TV and we looked at the colored lady on TV for three years. Okay. <laughs> it was the only so, time my father watched Star Trek. Oh, if if a horror okay. was on, he watched. And as soon as she was hey. off, he left. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I told her about that. Of course, I broke down and started crying, and she just rubbed my face because she was. Oh. I guess she's just like, "Oh, you sweet thing." She was because so, <laughs> I was with somebody, and they was behind me, and they and they like almost started crying too. I said, "I've been waiting to meet this lady." So this was in '99 before before everything got so. I don't yeah, even think I've seen that picture, friend. Yeah, that's no, a you won't have ever seen. It. No, you seen no, she's been holding out on us. <laughs> like, yeah, it, it was because her and Marina Sirtis was there. I had no interest in seeing Marina Sirtis. I only <laughs> wanted to see Miss Nichols when I found out that she was there because they had a little a little gathering. And I just went over there and saw her. And then the next night, I went back and got my book signed that I had already bought, oh, the, wow. her, her autobiography. Yes. So that's why. I, and I remember where I was working at the time. And that was in 1999 when I I met her. So well, I want to I go back to briefly. Um, I want to go back to the foundation because um, Sabrina and I were talking about this earlier. I know it's a hard segue. I did not do that very gracefully <laughs> at all. I know I'm, I'm quite aware. Thank you. <laughs> um, I'm not always that smooth. Uh, <laughs> but Sabrina and I were talking earlier, right, Sabrina, about right. the STEAM versus STEM and how happy we are that the foundation is focusing on STEAM. Sabrina, did you want to elaborate on that before? Well, um, I know there's a, there's a lot of debate about whether uh, STEAM, which stands for the arts, you know, the A, the added A is the arts. And um, I love this because I started my college years as a physics engineering major, but I ended as a fine art history major. So 
I, I'm, I'm steam. And now I'm an accountant, so I got right. math in there too. So whatever. Yeah. But, uh, we reworked it yeah. to be steam because steam. Michelle, of course, was of the arts. Uh, that's yes. primarily, you know, that's where she started. Her life was in the arts. And so uh, that's going to be all a part of it. And our um, advisor board, you know, we want people in to be a part a part of that on our advisors will be people from the industry as well. And I think it's funny because I, even in Star Trek, you see that a lot of the scientists that are portrayed in Star Trek have some sort of an artistic background. I was saying to, to me, I said, even data painted. So if a card had a, had a, I got to tell you, Michelle was so very talented. It's amazing. Sometimes, sometimes that, where God had put so much talent in one person and say, give it, give it some. (laughs) But had she not been um, as interested in she, as she was in dance and music and art and, and um, acting and, and had such success in that she was a wonderful illustrator and dress designer and uh, seamstress. She wow. could sew up something and make her own patterns. As a matter of mm. fact, I remember in the fifties, uh, she made her own. Um, it was like I said, it was calypso dancing, and you know that Latin. She made her costumes for her shows and things. Wow. When I graduated from high school, she made my prom dress. Oh, and, uh, so she must have taken about three months, and you know, fitted it on me and every made this beautiful. Uh, two-tiered um, ooh, eyelet. Wow, eyelet. was oh, up God. in the front and down in the back had a great <laughs> satin pink bow sash. Wow, it was gorgeous. Wow. I mean, so had she not had success there, I have no doubts that she her name would have been one of the best designers, dress designers, you know. She had style. And that's, oh, yeah. that's something that, like, none mm-hmm. of us, uh, I, that's, a lot of people don't know about her. Thank you for sharing that because, yes. you know, I think, um, you know, when you're somebody as big uh, as she is, you know, people think about you in a really kind of monolithic way, you know, like it's just, it can be really one-dimensional. And But that's one of the things that I loved about her later in life, you know, and transitioning and saying like, okay, yeah, I played this now let's, let's get down to the real nitty gritty. And right. how do we, how do we bring this about? You know, can how I, can we get some black folks in the Nassau? <laughs> um, can ask you all. Uh, Literally. I got one more story to tell you. Oh, great. Ooh. Yes. <laughs> that was Michelle, the storyteller. She was also um, a fabulous storyteller. She loved nothing more than to hold court, have a great big dinner at her house, you know, us, um, the twins are dinner. <laughs> and she'd hold court at the begin at the head of the table. And she would start into telling a story. And just as nonchalant, you know, she'd go into the story and all of a sudden everybody's attention would be, you know, into the story and becoming, you know, involved with the story and listening. And of course she was very dramatic, you know, (laughs) in telling the stories and it would go on and on for maybe 15, 20 minutes until you were just all pulled into the whole thing. 
and then she'd do the punchline, the <laughs> end of it. And you'd sit there and go, <laughs> and you'd look at each other, and all of a sudden, you just bust out laughing. <laughs> she had pulled one over on you. <laughs> she was the greatest storyteller, and she just, just loved it. She got the biggest kick out of that. I remember Don, um, oh, Don, she's on, oh my gosh. Oh, Don Lewis. Right. She put something up on Facebook about going to her house, going to Miss Nichols, you know, to her house and the, the fun they would have and the stories she would tell and yes. the way I remember reading that. And I'm like, oh, I'm so jealous. I, could be, I would love to be <laughs> I don't know where she got it from. Maybe from her travels and stuff, being able to do that. But she had the most of wild imagination. And she would <laughs> hold your attention and get you all involved and take you down this long road and drop you off at the end of it. And you just <laughs> like, what? Oops. What did? What happened? <laughs> <laughs> and then you would just this laugh until you got laugh. Our yeah. friends say the same thing about us. Yeah. And then the two of us together and the way we, we ping pong off each other. Yeah. And we're so elaborate to tell the story. Yeah. We embody a full story. Yeah, they're like, I've got to make us feel like we are there. See where it comes from. All that. Yeah, y'all got it natural. <laughs> <laughs> It's the arts, baby. The yes, arts. yes, 100%. <laughs> Who see, take that, people, STEM people. <laughs> Always be them. STEAM. That is the opinion of the sci-fi sisters, and so That's be right. it. That's right. That's right. That's Period. 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 Steam is trying to think anything else. Um... Well, I, I do. I have another question. <laughs> So I'm looking at the advisory board, and it, please, everyone, go on uh, the the uh, website for the Nichelle Nichols Foundation and check out this advisory board because it is unbelievable. It really they is. Have <laughs> on this board, of course, we know we have Dr. Muhammad Noor, PhD, professor in biology, but then we also have, you know, Yvette Gonzalez, who's a scientist, and on on human resilience expert my god we have our friend um uh aaron mcdonald we also have larry nemechek is on the board um the advisory board and kayla uh uh kayla i can never pronounce her last name but kayla is i didn't know kayla was a geophysicist and everything like that she's (laughs) over i mean go online and see what these people are talking about and what they're doing and you also have one of my um favorite people you have sydney hamilton who i have been just following like a fangirl. I mean, she is with NASA and this young black woman is just incredible. And when I saw she was on the advisory board, I was like, Oh my God, she is something else. So um, check it out. This is the real deal. The Nichelle Nichols foundation, <laughs> like Miss Nichols herself. That's right. Kicking oh, yeah. it. I mean, yeah, we're not, we, we are trying is... to really do it right. Wow. And bring mm-hmm. the people in that can do justice. And these are real people. These are people that, and they're young, you know, and yes. they're all different. Um, strong in their feet. That look like us, mm-hmm. you know, and, uh, it's, it's, it's very, it's very exciting. I'm learning, you know, because, um, there's a lot I don't know, so I'm learning as I go along. And it's very exciting being able to host these um, 
speaker series. The speaker series, you know, yes. And, I, and so I'm on each one of those, and it's just what I'm learning from the new generation, you know, from the younger generation. It's just makes me wish I had another 50 years, you know. Doesn't it? Doesn't it? I am telling you, I'd be in space camp. I'd be there. Um, You might look up and see if you can go now. You know what? We have a friend that went, right, Tamia? Yeah, I think one of our, I think um, one of our friends went, I think, um, I think. I don't want to say it for sure. I I don't want to say it in case I like I'm wrong. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I just want to say that I know that, um, you know, I can speak for all the sci-fi sisters when I say that we are 100% behind you, that if there's ever anything that you all need, you call us and we will be there for you. Uh, We love this foundation. We love what you all are doing, you know, and even, and honestly, like whether it was related to Ms. Nichols or not, not. (laughs) you know, the work that you all are doing is wonderful and we want to be able to help you in any way that we can. So we are calling on all of our sci-fi sisters listeners and all of the all on the mothership (laughs) donate to help send a young woman to the camp and help further Ms. Nichols dreams of bringing all of us into NASA where we belong. So we can all see ourselves up in this fear future. That's right. <laughs> because we are definitely going to be there. We are going to be in the future and we are going to be leaders in the future. That's right. Yes. That's right. Yes. I'm not going to be cleaning the spaceship for you in That's the future. Right. No. <laughs> yes. 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 We are captains. That's there right. you go. That's right. Robots cleaning. We want to be terraforming. You know, we want to be the ones who are going to be your new scientists and your new exobiologists, et cetera. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so y'all, I really want to say thank you all so much for taking some time out to spend with us and for being on our show. We, it, we really yeah. appreciate it. It's meant a lot to us. It's been a great time and we appreciate you getting to know you ladies. Yes. It's, uh, I love what you guys are doing and uh, we're honored to even be here with you guys today. And continuing our Aunt Michelle's legacy. This is like, we have to continue the conversation. Yes. So we- yes. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. And now that I know who you are, <laughs> you know, I will be following you. Oh. <laughs> Absolutely. That was so wonderful. Thank you. And and like I said, this I just it feels like a match made in heaven. And and I and I mean it. We all mean it. Like if you need us, you call us, we're there for you. And y'all folks, listeners, one more time. It's the Nichelle Nichols dot foundation, right? Yes. Please donate. <laughs> Please donate. And Sabrina or Fran, which one of y'all is going to let people know where they can reach us? I let so- Sabrina. Okay. Okay, everyone, you can reach us uh, at sci fi sisters.com. That's S Y F Y S I S T A S dot com. That's our website. We're also on the Twitter at sci fi sisters. And we are on Instagram at sci-fi, S-Y-F-Y dot sisters. And you can also find us on Facebook at The Mothership. That's M-U-T-H-A-S-H-I-P. And we also have the Sci-Fi Sisters Book Club, where we meet once a month to read great things. So make sure you check out us, check us out on any one of those things and 
Tamia, you can tell us, tell everybody where they can find our sound guy. Mm-hmm. Um, before we do that really quickly, I just want to say um, congratulations to our Trek our, our, our Trek Geeks, our Trek Geeks Papas, yes. our podcast Papas, the Trek Geeks, uh, Bill and Dan for celebrating their 300th show. We are proud members of the Trek Geeks Podcast Network and uh, we love the work that we do on Trek Geeks. That's what's up. Show 300 is a big deal. We love you guys. Uh, and, you know, thanks for having us as part of the network. And the last shout out I want to give is for Dose. Dose our engineer. Dose, 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 dose. dose. (laughs) (laughs) He is responsible for all the music you hear on our show as well as our production services. So if you are in need of production skills, check him out on Instagram. He's dose underscore the anonymous underscore one. And y'all, we love you so much. Please let us know what you think of the show. Please donate to the foundation. And we are out of here. Peace, love, and hair grease. Bye. 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 <laughs> Thank you. And hi, everyone. This is Sabrina with our May monthly shorty shout outs. And we want to thank you all for being such great patrons. And especially these folks here. We are talking about Susan Gwenner, Sailor Marge, Stephanie Dole, LM, otherwise known as DJ Kitty Cat, Liza Albright, Timothy Baum, Jamal Taylor, Taylor Zawacki, Starbase Centaur 4210, Ernesto Castagna, Anna Post, Anne-Marie Siegel, Howard Hogan, Marcus Bingham, TJ Jackson Bay, Travis Taylor, Eve England, Olga Kavchek, Sue Kay, Mohammed Noor, Ann Bradley, Scott Jensen, Stephanie Baker, David A. Gregory, J.R. Poole, Mark Richmond, Wayne Ritz, and Older Klein. Thank you all for being our shorty shout out patrons for the month of May. We love you all and we'll shout you out again next month. Bye bye. <laughs> <laughs>